Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. One of the worst feelings in the world is when you're looking for something and it's in your hands. Look, it could be the remote. It could be your keys. I've even had a situation in my life before where I was looking for my phone on the phone. It's like, Yo, and, and you don't realize it at first. Like, here's the crazy thing. You actually ask where the phone at. Like, yo, you walk around the remote in your hand like, hey, hey, where, who's seen the remote? Kids getting in trouble. You whooping kids and, oh, oh hold on. You're disciplined. Hold on, wait a minute. My bad. You're putting the kids in time out. <laughs> Look, man, I don't have kids. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Look. I talk about a lot of issues. I get involved in a lot of issues. But you know what I realize? Jay, you don't have kids. That one ain't your fight. Oh, no, 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 not fight. Hold on. What's another word for fight? Got to be so careful what you say these days. Um, that one isn't your, um, um, let's just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. So anyway, what happened is my brother Jarrell hit me up the other day, right? And he was like um, asking me to come, you know, shoot a video for him. He's a drummer, J Rail Hits. He's actually been on a lot of my projects. He's on my new project that's coming this year. And, um, you know, he goes around the city of Detroit playing drums. He got this thing, Vibes Around Detroit. That's what he call it. So you might have seen him if you're from Detroit. If you're not from Detroit, maybe you've seen him online. If you haven't seen him online, then you just ain't looking. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But anyway, he hits me up, got a lot of nerve, you know, might I add. Like, hey, hey, bro, like, what, what you doing? Uh, first of all, let's get something straight. Um, you a musician, not me. <laughs> like, ain't it funny when people think you own daytime? Like, bro, I got my whole own schedule. It ain't like I was just sitting around waiting on a Tuesday. Like, you know what? I ain't got nothing to do. Like, never mind this job. This show I'm recording, nah, I got yard work to do at the house. I got all kind of stuff to do. But you calling me at Tuesday at 11 o'clock in the afternoon, and you just expected me to say I ain't got nothing to do. I love you, bro. So he hit me up like, what you doing? And that makes me nervous. For anybody who doesn't know me, I'm telling you right now, when you call me and ask me what I'm doing, I automatically start feeling like, you about to try to corner me. If I say I ain't doing nothing, then, you know, you're going to ask me for some outrageous favor. It ain't nothing ever that you really, you know, want to do or it's convenient for you to do. It's like something totally crazy. And it ain't a need, it's a want. But anyway, so here's what happened with Jarrell. 
He's like, I need you to um, shoot this video for me. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to leave work. <laughs> Just go hit the video for you, huh? Um, so I'm like, what kind of video you looking for? He like, you know, I'm doing some of my drum stuff, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. The drum stuff is dope. I love what you're doing. Vibes around Detroit. I'm all with it. Let me get a t-shirt and all that. But I was like, you know, why you want me to do it? And Jarrell's like, well, you, you know, you got the professional camera and I really want this video to be professional. You know, cause I got a little, you know, Canon T3i Rebel, which is nothing special these days. I bought that camera like four or five years ago when I really thought I was doing something when I bought it. But the way technology has advanced, I was like, Jay, don't you have the iPhone X Max, S Max, whatever it is? Like, isn't that what you're talking to me on right now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, bro, your camera shoots in 4K. Like, my little professional looking camera, get what I'm saying? My camera looks more professional than yours, but you have a more powerful lens in the phone that you're holding in your hand right now. And I'm like, bro, it's in your hands. And he was like, oh, for real? I was like, bro, it's in it's your, your hands. hands. And the first thing he said was like, oh, man, you going to talk about me on your show. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about you. But in all seriousness, I left out of that conversation with three thoughts. Like, there were three things that I was just like, okay. Here are some different ways for me to look at this, whether it be, again, in my personal life, whether it be on the job as I'm growing my career, or whether it be in my business, right, as an entrepreneur. Here are some things to think about. Number one, everything we need as believers is in his hands. Woo! It's in his hands hands. Delight yourself in the Lord, right? Delight yourself in the Lord. And then after you submit to his will and delight in him, whatever you ask him for, it's in his hands because it's what he wants to give you. So if I submit this show, my career, my personal life to Christ, then I can ask things confidently or I can you know, even walk around confidently knowing, all right, it's in his hands. Whatever, you know, is his will and his plan for me, it's in his hands. So I don't have to worry if I'm delighting in the Lord. And that sometimes could be a tricky thing because we just gloss over it. The question is, am I delighting? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I truly fully submitted to whatever God's plan is for me? Or am I trying to tell him what his plan should be for me? And a lot of times, let's be real, that's kind of what our prayers are like. Hey, this is what you should want me to do. God, you should want me to be a movie star to make $20 million a movie. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Look, you should want me to get a Grammy on your behalf though. I'm gonna hit the after party and I'm definitely going to tear the club up, but you should want me to be a light in the midst of that darkness. 
And that's not what delighting in the Lord is. And I know it's hard, right? It's like, ah, that hurts because that's what I wanted. What happens when what you want isn't what God wants for you? Do you trust what's in his hands? Number two, how many times have I asked God for something that he already gave me? Like, I've asked him for something that's already in my hands. It's that remote control that is in my hands, but I'm looking for it. It's like, God, when you going to give me peace, God? When you going to give me a financial blessing, God? And you praying, praying, praying for a financial blessing. And meanwhile, you know you could have canceled HBO and saved $8 a month right there. And you could have, you know, stopped, you know, getting 16 wings and just get eight wings when you go out to dinner, save $4 there. What am I saying? Some of the things that we're asking God for is already in our hands. But here's the thing about it. When God puts something in your hands, it's like a deck of cards, right? I love to play Uno. All the other card games, I'm sorry, my parents didn't let us play a lot of card games growing up, so I ain't no good at all the little hood games. I ain't no good for spades, renege. I don't know what that means. I just say it. I think the one time I tried to play spades, I just kept saying renege. They kicked me off the team. They ain't want to play with me. My cousin was like, get out of here. But look, it just sound good to say to me, renege, just hit him with that boy. I was doing it at the wrong time. I ain't know what to do what was in my hand. And that's how it is sometimes in this life. It's like God has given you a hand. And look, I understand. Yup. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Hey, I, I, I get it. Hey, hey, I. You can't tell me that wasn't about to be a cold song. Oh, we about to. Hold on. Turn the track on up in this studio. Hey, I get it. What I'm saying is sometimes that hand that we're dealt, it ain't what we asked for but it might be what we need. And if you just shuffle some things around, if you just move some things a little bit to the left, a little to the right, oh, hit them with a draw four. Ah, ah, come back to it with the draw two. Like some people have a good hand and you looking at their hand like, oh, my father said that preaching um, two weeks ago in church. You know what I'm saying? Because he's horrible at Uno. And that's the whole thing where it's like, you looking at somebody else like, man, they got it all together. If I just, God, if you just bless me with that. And God like, yo, he beat you with a draw two and you had to draw four in your hands. Which leads me to number three. We gonna always want something. I was just sitting around yesterday and a thought popped in my head. I was like, yo, I told Tiff. I was like, do you know? that I literally cannot remember a time in my entire life where I didn't want something. Like, I remember in fourth grade, it was a pair of J's that came out, and I felt like, all right, if I could just get those. And then at some point, like, in middle school, the Grand Hills came out, and I was like, ooh, if I can get those and go back to school after the Christmas break, I'ma just, ah, I'ma kill them, and then life is gonna be good. And then I remember when I was in college, and it was a point, that I didn't have a car. And I'm just like, yep, if I just get a car, like, mm, this is all I need right here. Oh, them jeans right there. Yep, that's all I need. Back in the day, oh, if I just get, oh, the Iverson braids like that, oh, I'm a, 
And you know what? As time goes on, every time you get a blessing, you want a blessing. And it's like the reality is my hands are full, but I still got my hands out. And when I really think about it, and I'm like, yo, what's in your hands? Like, don't be greedy, Jay. And it doesn't matter. Like, come on, we do this at work. You want a promotion? And you say it with the last promotion. If I just get that. And look, I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to make you feel bad for wanting, you know, more out of life or you want to move forward. But I'm trying to bring some balance to that because, you know, I want to inspire people, you know, to become exactly who God created them to be. I want to become exactly who God created me to be, but I want to do it his way. I don't want to be greedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be okay with where he has me. Because there are some times where it's like, look, right now, you already got it in your hands. Like, you got a blessing asking for a blessing. And it's similar to number two, where number two is dealing with the fact that God has already given you something. But number three is dealing with the fact that you're going to always want something. So it's like, God, me and my wife, you know, always praying for a baby. You know, Lord willing, we'll have children. But it's like at the same time, I try to approach it with this new perspective of like, all right, I want children. But I know that with that blessing, like I'm going to pray about something else after that. You know what I'm saying? Like that won't be the last prayer of my life. And I also know there's going to be some responsibilities that come with that. And I think the reason this is important is because we can be asking God for stuff and not realizing that it's not going to solve everything in life. Like when you get that new car or you get that new house, you're still a whole person. Like you still got emotions. You still got to deal with whatever path you've gone through in your life. Like this is real life. And in real life, you know, we go from faith to faith and back again. And we pray and God blesses us with things, and I realize we'll always want something. So we got to maybe sometimes, you know, I speak for myself, like stop lying to myself thinking like, oh, if I just have kids, like, because I'm just being real with y'all. There's a part of me, even as I say this, if I really sit back, it's like, it's a part of me unconsciously in my flesh that feel like, oh yeah, if I had kids, like, oh, I'm straight. I could just sit back and like, whatever. Like, no, but then it's going to be that. And then it's going to be like, oh, you had kids. Now your kids bad. Now, I wasn't anticipating having bad kids. Like, hold on, God. That ain't what I asked for. Listen, what's my point? Every blessing doesn't always look like a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes <laughs> it feel like it ain't even a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And, and you like, you had your hopes up so high, like, oh, I was going to get this job. And this job was going to give me the confidence or the peace. And it was going to complete me. And, and the reason I talk about stuff like this on this show is because, look, I read a lot of business books. And that's why this show is about balancing faith in business, because in all the business books I read and all the motivational, you know, interviews I listen to and videos I watch, I notice there's an imbalance. They're so hyper focused on business and success in the world that they don't realize that that 
there's still a void that only the Lord can fill. And that's what I aspire to give you on this show is that balance between, yes, I'm a business person. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I'm a corporate professional. Yes, you're a mother, a father, a husband, a wife, a son, a daughter. Yes, you are all these things. But regardless of what we are, as we strive to be successful, as we, you know, go after the things that God has created us to do, we know that there is no void that, that can be filled completely by the things we possess. Like a blessing can't fill a void. Only God can do that. You know what I'm saying? Only a relationship with Christ can do that. And my fear sometimes is that, you know, even us as believers has allowed the world to reshape our thinking because we're so, you know, amused and amazed by things. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand your favorite artist. Oh, he or she is such an entertainer. And we're just in awe of their entertainment. And we think that if we chase after that, we're going to be complete. We actually think they're complete because they have it. And I'm just here to tell you today. There is nothing, 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 no, no, like nothing you dealing with that's internal, that that's you. I'm talking about the thing that's that that's you, your fabric, your DNA. Man, those voids need to be filled by Christ. So, yes, we are business people. Yes, we want to be successful. We want to get our finances in order and we want promotions at work and all those great things. But we understand that those things don't feel voids that exist because of Christ. Thank you. It's time to go. What are you doing here? To another What up, Jay? What up, though, Lavelle? Hey, man, I am ready to go to another Lavelle. Take a step, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, man, we always love to get together and just kind of talk about normal, everyday, everyday things, but get a revelation out of it. Yeah, that's what happens when you step on the scene, my brother. <laughs> what you got, man? What's What's been up? What's going on? Oh man, I love it, man. I love I love deep conversations. I'm I'm such a I'm such a deep person. Were you always like that? Like as a kid, were you like the, in school <laughs> wanting to have revelations about stuff? When one did you become like that? Plus 1 mm. equals 2. <laughs> but 1 times 1 <laughs> equals 1. Mm. Make it deep, doc. You got Yeah, I think I was always like that. I was okay. in school like, "Wow, that that's deep. Teacher was doing math. You was like, did y'all feel that? <laughs> like, no, no, we felt nothing. You getting revelations, doing homework, calling people. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, God said one time, like, what God said? You wasn't even saved yet. So my God, God said. Oh, man. All right, so this, that was, I was the other day I was thinking back. This, this happened, I don't know, five years ago maybe. But uh, my boy Steve, you, you know Steve. What up, Steve? We were at Steve's house, me and my boy Josh, and we went. I don't remember what was happening. I think I don't know if we were helping him move. At the, I don't remember, but whatever happened, we saw this. We saw this bird that was trapped in a tree. Mm. 
Yeah, I know you have no idea where this is going. I, I literally <laughs> don't. I never know what's happening, so I'm just <laughs> let you talk. I'll be honest, Doc. I don't have any idea where it's going either. <laughs> but no, okay. So we see this bird, and it was trapped in a tree. I, don't, I think his wing had got caught in a branch or a string or whatever happened. But this 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 bird was trapped in this tree, and it it was it was. What's the what? What do birds do? Awk or quark? Whatever. Um, chirp. Chirp. Whatever. It, it, it was like a. What were you trying to say? I don't. It's called something. I don't. But I use chirp. But it was okay. it was a bigger bird. It wasn't like a little tiny bird. It was like a like a a, a, a little bit of a bigger bird. And it was just making this. Really, I can tell you don't know your birds. I don't know birds. I <laughs> don't know ain't. birds. I, the only bird I know, huh, mm. is the dove. What about the sparrow, Doc? Ah, I see. Because that's that song, right? His uh, eyes on the sparrow. Yep, uh, I got okay. it. Okay, I knew I, I was trying to make some kind of connection. So the bird was was chirping really, really loud, and it was stuck, and it was it was scared, it was afraid. So I told Steve and Josh, I was like, let's try to help this this bird out. So at that time, Steve had this truck. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so Steve funny. had this truck. You know, I'm a humanitarian. What can I say? So Steve, human. (laughs) Go ahead. So Steve pulls his truck up, and I wasn't quite tall enough. Steve is taller than me, so he got into the tree. I mean, he got on top of the truck to reach up to help this this bird out. Now the bird is is totally panicking. He's trying to help the bird. The bird is trying to bite him, you know, because it you know the bird thinks he's attacking. I would too. Yeah, you know, so he's he's unraveling whatever i can't remember if it was a twig that got caught on his wing or some type of string from a kite or something but he you know steve ended up getting that loose and the bird kind of fell down onto the truck and you know steve picked it up and kind of let it 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 ran first and then it ended up flying away so i I was literally and, and this is what i thought about when i saw that i kept saying this i kept saying steve is trying to help this bird but the bird doesn't know that Steve is trying to help it. Mm. Finally. It's starting to click. That was a long way no, around. I got, I got it a couple minutes ago. Oh, did I, got you? It. Okay. I was just letting you finish your, you know, <laughs> your little intro. No, I, I got it. I got it at the point when he was standing on the truck. Mm. And the bird started panicking. <sighs> My God. I don't even get that one, Doug, but <laughs> all See, right. He was elevated. Yeah. ABC and the bird was panicking because some something was on his level that, that normally he, isn't on that he had never seen before. <laughs> See the problem with oh I'm sorry this ain't <laughs> oh I thought my bad I ain't getting paid to preach let me stop. <laughs> no um that's really dope for real because from okay first let's look at it from the bird's perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are in a tough situation. Mm-hmm. And then, then something unfamiliar comes along. Yes. And what's, you know, you could, people can get anxious, right? When mm-hmm. it's like something approaching you and you're not sure yet what the motive is. Not just people, birds too. Listen, <laughs> birds go through <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so... Now, okay, so what I, what I, and I, I see where you're going with that. And, uh, that's exactly what I thought. Like, literally. literally. <laughs> that's literally what I thought. Like, the bird literally had no idea that Steve was trying to help it. 
In the bird's mind, he got on the defense. I am not going to let this person attack me. I'm in a vulnerable situation. This this human being or whatever it is is trying to exploit right. my bad situation. Okay, so seriously, <laughs> seriously. I like I'm still laughing at you ruining my revelation. Um the, the first one wasn't good enough. Let, let's try this again. Let me let me be serious now. All right, this is hard. <laughs> All right, so so for real. Um this does happen in life where people are in a situation mm-hmm. and the answer doesn't look like what they expected it to. Ah. And so there are times that I've sat and talked with people. And they're going through something in life, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times what people want, and this is a weird thing. I've talked about this a little bit on this show. Mm -hmm. People don't just have a problem. They also have a solution. Mm. And so people visualize what the answer to their problem looks like. Mm -hmm. So let's take a single person, right? Okay. A single person, most times, more times than not, has a list in their mind of what the answer to their singleness looks like. Ah. This is where the person works. Mm-hmm. Some people got how tall they are, the type of hair they have, and all of these superficial things that, look, I'm not faulting anyone for you know dreaming or thinking of, mm-hmm. but oftentimes in reality, mm-hmm. when God sends your mate, then they may not be everything according to your list, right. but they can be everything that you need. Ah, yes. Yes. So it, it, it and I think that kind of goes along with a lot of times we may want something, but God doesn't really care about what we want. He cares more about what we need. Exactly. That's why his word cuts us. Mm. Right. So you think about the word of God. Mm-hmm. The word of God is literally here to save us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it hurts. So what ends up happening is. The thing that is here to save you doesn't always feel the way you want it to feel, doesn't always look like you want it to look. So it would be like if you were dealing with a situation like this happens all the time on social media. I'm in conversations with people on social media. And I, you know, try to engage people who disagree with me. Okay. because I think that's only fair. Mm -hmm. The issue is a lot of people want to argue. Right. So it's like, okay. If you bring up a situation and you say, like, hey, only God can judge us, only God can judge me, whatever that is, what I want to do is let's talk through this through the lens of the Bible. So we have this issue, Mm -hmm. this thing that is bothering you because you feel like you're being judged or something you love is being judged or your favorite artist, and you're responding with, hey, only God can judge me. Now, when the word is applied, maybe the answer doesn't look like you thought it was going to look. Mm. And the problem, the, the, I guess the question is, are you still going to receive something that's helping you if it doesn't look like what you wanted it to look exactly. like? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking, I was thinking about, um, and, and I, I haven't researched this, so I don't know 100% if this is true, but they say that when a bear gets ca- or, or, or anything gets caught in a bear trap, you know, those really sharp, whatever, that the the way to loosen it up is that you actually have to make it tighter first. Mm. So to unloosen it, you actually have to inflict more 
pain. It's like a roller coaster. Um, when you're on a roller coaster, mm -hmm. the way the thing, the bar goes ah. down, and in order to make that bar loose, first you got to push it down on your legs a little more, <laughs> then it releases. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Uh, and so ultimately, ultimately, what I thought about when I thought about, and you know. This applies to many situations. You know, God can send somebody to help you that you had no idea. But I think ultimately what I thought about when I, when I was originally thinking about this was the fact that Christ came to show us an example, to live a sinless life for us, to die for our sins, then to rise again from the dead, to prove who he really was and to show us that we can rise out of any situation. Right. But we don't recognize Christ coming to help us. So the scripture I thought about was actually in the book of John, St. John, chapter one. Of course, we know, you know, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. But and then when you skip down to verse 14, we, we see who the word was. OK. But if you go back up to verse 10, it says this. It says he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Wow. He made it. He made it. And it don't know him. Wow. All right. So that's actually powerful. Mm -hmm. um, I love, you know, John 1 because I think it answers so many questions mm -hmm. in one chapter. <laughs> right. Because it tells you so much about Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Like it gives you the timeline of who he is and how he is and what he is. It, it answers a lot of those questions. Now, if we could go back for one second okay, to the whole only God can judge me. Okay. I have some thoughts about that. Okay. But I'm curious, right? Since I brought it up, I know it's your segment, but it's my show. <laughs> ah. See how that, woo, it's a word in that. That's a deep conversation for you, brother. I don't like it, but it is. <laughs> it's deep. It get deep. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding, but. The, the whole idea of, like, only God could judge me, so many people think that means, let's say you have some a famous pastor, right? We mm -hmm. don't have to say nobody's name mm -hmm. or anything. Mm -hmm. But you got this famous pastor, and they're literally preaching, you know, universalism, let's say. Okay. Right? They're preaching that, hey, everyone goes to heaven. Mm -hmm. And now you, as a believer of sound doctrine, mm -hmm. have to maybe deal with that because of the influence that they have and if you don't say anything, then there may be other people led astray. Mm. So you decide, Lavelle, hey, I'm going to speak out on it. Let's say on Facebook, you decide to speak out on that mm -hmm. because it's popular and everyone's talking about it. And you're like, okay, I'm going to say something about this situation so that the people following me, at least, or who respect my voice mm -hmm. can understand the truth. Okay. And someone responds to you, only God could judge that man. Mm. How do you respond to that? Oh. Well, first of all, let me say this. When, when I hear that phrase, only God can judge me, I noticed one thing is usually a defense mechanism. Yes. Usually when people say that, I think for the most part, they know <laughs> that something is wrong, but they don't want to be exposed. Yes. So when I hear that, I actually, actually, I agree with that statement. Only God can judge, right? But we have to let his word judge. Now, if God uses you to correct me through his word, can I still say only God can judge me? Because you're giving me his word. Yeah, see, I think what, okay, so now the question is, 
when we say, or when you say only God can judge, what are you saying? Only God can do what? Like, let's like unlock judging. Because mm. sometimes when you use a word, it's just like the word God. Okay. Sometimes an uh, artist will get on stage and say, I thank God. And people get excited. Well, it's like, well, is their definition of God mm. in alignment with your definition of God? So for me, a lot of times the question is more so, is your definition of judge and what that mean, mm. is that even intact to start off with? Or are we talking about two totally different things? Right. I think, Lil, we've talked before about context. What is the context of right. the word you're using? I can get up and say, yo, yo, I, I, first of all, I want to give, give praise and thanks to God for allowing me to write this CD about shooting people in the head and pulling out their spines and stabbing right. them in the You know, it's like, what? Exactly. You got this, this song that's talking about all of this horrible stuff, murder, violence, sex, drugs. But I thank God. God is good <laughs> for this trophy. <laughs> wow. Wow. So so then, all right, so so here's the thing, right? When we say, when we talk about what judgment is, mm -hmm. there's a difference between judgment, eternal judgment, okay, to heaven and hell, versus judgment of a decision. Mm. Like, let's say when people say only God can judge, mm -hmm. then here's my question. Seriously. How do you pick a school for your kids? Mm. How do you ever send someone to prison? Wow. Like, we, we okay, we could just technically say, hey, only God could judge him even though he murdered seven people. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> who are you to say exactly. that he can't do that or he whatever, whatever? Just pray for him. What do you do with the book of Judges? <laughs> Let's take that out because only God can judge. <laughs> I'm sorry, Samson. And <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> so here's what I'm saying in context, right? People become extremists when they don't understand the word of God in context. Mm. And that's why I think we have to constantly strive to understand what it means. Because you would never be able to pick a car, the type of gas, like what job, like you would never be able to, judgment is not making a choice. Like it isn't God, only God can make a choice about something mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. we all make judgment calls every single day. Yeah. And when you have a person that is going against the biblical standard, like there are times in the Bible, so many times where people, okay, I said this to somebody on Facebook today. Okay. Um, because they were saying, we just need to pray for this celebrity. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. This, this celebrity has been wilding out for 15 years. And what, at what point does David call Goliath the uncircumcised Philistine that he is mm. and throw the sling, like the rock at him? Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, at what point do we take action? Because at some point, time and time again in God's word, at some point, Sodom and Gomorrah got set on fire and you got to get up out of there. Right. This is action, not just prayer. Mm. And I think sometimes people lean on things like only God could judge me. Let's pray for them as an excuse not to take action for something because maybe they're uncomfortable with what it's exposing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they're uncomfortable with like, yo, I'd rather stay strapped down in this nest or in this tree because the answer that's coming doesn't look like something that I like. Wow. Wow. Now. Okay. Okay. That's good. Now let's, let's refer back to this bird situation, right? So the bird had an answer coming. 
The bird didn't understand how the answer was coming. Yep. But it it was being judged, right? Right? God sent us to help this bird out, right? And exactly. but the ju- the bird did not know how to receive the help. And I would even assume that even after the bird got away, it probably thought, "Whoo, I'm so glad I got away from them." Exactly. I don't think the bird went home and was like, "You know what? These really nice people took time out of their schedule today <laughs> to the help birds. me." Right. Yeah, y'all can go around them. They cool. They right. cool people, you know. So for us, I think we have to be very, very careful and try to recognize how God is helping us. I believe right now, you, with this show, are helping people. We, with this show, are helping people. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this segment, but I mean, just ultimately with the show, you are literally inspiring God's people. Some may not want to be inspired. Some may want to sit around and do nothing. Some may not want to grow in Christ. But God has you in a certain place right now. And I do believe someone is listening to this show that may be, uh, what's the word, lackadaisical or may not want to. But listening to this show, I don't believe that they can help but be inspired to stand up and do something for Christ. Okay, now I'm like, man, I'm happy you said that. So here's what I've been thinking about. Like, I'm just being transparent. Okay. Like, there, first of all, there are so many people. I get so many messages throughout the week. Okay. And I enjoy, I'm, I thank God for it. So mm. keep the messages coming. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm always open to emails and, you know, people Instagramming and all of that. There are so many people that are blessed by it. At the same time, sometimes the struggle with doing something like this mm-hmm. is to your point, people would much rather just be entertained. And so I got this thing where I'm like telling people that my purpose isn't entertainment. Like I know that James Brown and Michael Jackson and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these people, like people love them and flock to them because it's like, they're such a great entertainer. Mm. And I'm not even going to get into them. Okay. But for me and what I know that God has called me to, when I leave this place, I know that there's purpose in what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not he could dance real good. Mm-hmm. Not he went on a song and just spazzed out. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, literally, this stuff preserved life. Like, yes. God used this to speak something to me, to make me then go get up and do something about my life. Yeah. And so many of us, I think, are settling for entertainment because it's the fun thing. Mm-hmm. So, again, what are we talking about? You're stuck in your life. Mm -hmm. You're in a nest. You're the bird in a nest. Mm -hmm. God is bringing forth content. I'm not the only Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. I got brothers that's out here doing dope stuff. What you doing with Neil Down Productions, what Doug is doing with Sky Dreamers, Mm -hmm. what Gabe is doing and Matt with Path of Revelation, what Meech is doing with Live and Meech Real. I got people connected to me. Uh, My brother Darius, as an artist, what he's doing with his music. I got so many people connected to me that are doing things to the glory of God the right way. And guess what? Sometimes, because I had these conversations with people, it is a struggle to do it the right way Mm -hmm. because you got to fight so hard Mm. just sometimes to get somebody to let you help them, to let you walk up to them stuck in a nest. And you're like, look, I see what you're going through. Mm -hmm. I know I don't dance. Mm -hmm. I know that in my music, I didn't just only focus on the beat 
to distract you. Right. So like you, <laughs> like this is something that actually I'm trying to plant something. So yeah, man, I'm happy you said that because I think it's important. And there are, I don't want to sound like there are so many people who do receive it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't even know sometimes like if people really understand like what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, you know, just just to encourage you. Um, I refuse to be encouraged. <laughs> I don't like this answer. <laughs> what, 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 what I really want you to focus on is just doing what God told you to do. Uh, a lot of times, and, and I understand you work a lot. You work very hard. No, you know, I, I hear you. To do this, 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 this show. But a lot of times, because you work so hard, I can, un- I can understand you thinking, is it reaching people? Is it helping somebody? That's not your concern. It is helping people and keep focusing on the people that is helping and the people that is may think that it's not helping them. Forget I believe- y'all. No, no, I'm just, I, I'm just I, I joking. Think, I think it actually is helping. But you said something. I'm joking. Man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Course, of course. Of course. You said something. I don't even know if you realized how good that was. But you said you named all those people that are around you. And of course, there are more. But if you don't surround yourself with people who are doing things, then you're not going to do anything. The people that you surround yourself with are very, very important. And I'll I'll say this about myself. I can be like one of the biggest procrastinators on the planet. Can I talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but. I, God has put people like you and 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 Steve and 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 others in my life. Don't who, start naming names like I did because right, you know, start you know, start leaving know. people out. Like, oh my God, <laughs> hold on, who am I forget? Let me pull well, out my phone. Well, before I forget, let me say my wife. Cause oh, let, my wife. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. No, that's real though. That's real. Tiff Tiff is definitely the voice of reason a lot of times for me. Um, and even being um such a supportive wife. And supporting these type of efforts mm-hmm. and, and ventures and, and things like that. So, no, she definitely deserves a lot of credit. Yes. She's man. the first person I go to a lot of times. Before I, you know, start this show, like before you know about it, mm-hmm. I've sat and talked to her. And I'm like, what you think? Like, nice. Nice. am I tripping? Right. You know what I mean? And then are you good with the level of effort this is about to take? Because this show is every single week. Right. And you look up and we are about 32 weeks. No, I'm sorry. 36 weeks, wow. 37 weeks into this. Wow. And so I ain't, I haven't missed the show. Right. And it's like, man, that takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. But I, I make it my business. Like I still, you know, I still prioritize my wife. Like we still course, going yeah. out and all that. And, um, you know, we ain't going on no trips like y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we ain't going where y'all going, but... Hey man, maybe gotta bless you with enough funds mm. to think of your friends, even though it's your anniversary. <laughs> I, I don't think you should be selfish with an anniversary trip. Ah, anniversary, annual mm. verse. There's something in there, Doc. I don't know what it is. Read a verse like- every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that answer to that suggestion is gonna be something I like. Right, <laughs> but. But let me, so I'll wrap this up, man. So John chapter one, we talked about how he, the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Verse 11 says he came unto his own and his own received him not. But then verse 12 says, but as many as received him, 
to them gave he power. And that word power in the Greek means authority to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, I got to say this. Listen to the advice you just gave me, Mm -hmm. right? You just told me, I must have sounded emotional or something. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. But you just told me, like, don't worry about who's not getting it. Mm -hmm. And here's the crazy thing. Sometimes, and I'm just being honest, right? For, For me or I'm sure other people can relate. Because with this show, it's not like this show is growing, like, mm-hmm. like tremendously growing every single yeah. week by the grace of God. And so it's not that I'm not getting messages or people n- are not being blessed by the show. And I don't want anybody to think that mm-hmm. um, because I'm very um, grateful for this show and where it's going. But what you just told me was don't like don't get caught up in who's not getting it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I listen closely to that scripture. And then it says that. Not everyone received, Mm. but those who did. Mm. And so here's the whole thing. The focus should be those who do, those who did. And so I'm saying this to encourage any other Christian entrepreneur or Mm. business professional out there the way you just encouraged me. I received that. Right? I do. Like all jokes aside, I really received that. Um, That's one of the dope things about having people like you in my life is because you can speak a word to me. Because one of the things is like, with a show like this, you're constantly like talking to other people, right? Mm-hmm. And giving them advice and telling them. And you need someone to look at you and see or hear something and correct you or mm-hmm. advise you and say, oh yeah, I hear you. Like, mm-hmm. but don't worry about that. So no, I received that and well, I love the way that scripture brought it. Well, yay, son, I would thus say unto you that... <laughs> Oh, you said I can speak I am, a word, dog. I am I was... young enough to be your son. Oh, dude. We don't want to talk about that on here, huh? All right, it's a wrap. <laughs> the lady at the store that thought I was your son. She was like, is this your father? I was like, yes. Dog, that was, I was so offended, though. I'm still mad. I... We were shopping in the department store. I don't know what we were, I don't know. It must have been Christmas or something. We was buying somebody something, whatever. And we were at the, I remember, I remember what store, but I ain't going to say it. Let me know. I need to go. <laughs> no, I remember the her. store. I remember where we were at. Mm. And um, I don't even know. She just looked at us. Like, it was no reason for her, like, out with your dad. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yep, he old enough to be my father. And that is not true. I'm not old enough to be your father, man. And she knew that. She was trying to be funny. Not and just got vet. We done went through all this anointing. And now I'm vexed. The answer didn't sound the way you wanted it to sound, my brother. (laughs) Because you stuck in that lie, and I'm trying to get you out. Hey, I'm the bird trapped in the tree now, Doc. (laughs) Ah, man. All right, thanks, Pops. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you! It's time to go. What are you doing here? The show is not quite over yet. But I want to take just one quick second to say thank you. Yes, to you. This show is growing like crazy. Like, it's actually blowing my mind. And I'm so grateful and thankful. And I want to make sure every single person who listens to this show knows that I'm working super hard to give you something valuable and to really inspire you and to really like help you get to where God created you to be. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got a question for everybody. It's a simple question, but you got to be real with yourself. 
You got to be willing to take inventory. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like I was in a department store uh, recently and they had, you know, they were doing inventory. And if you ever been in a store when they doing inventory, it's like they pulling everything out. It almost looked like somebody moving or something, but they not moving. They just need to know what they already got. So you know what the question is? What's in your hands? Like, what do you already have that you can make something happen? So many times we like, if I get this, I can do that. And it's like, nope, no, nah, it's something you could do with what's in your hands. Like, ain't that crazy to think about? I don't know why that gets me excited. Like, it's something I can do if I just look and be like, yep, it's in my hands. Father God, I come before you today just thanking you, God, for what you've already given us. All the blessings that we overlook while we're asking for more. Today, we just take a moment to stop and say thank you. Like, we're so grateful. And we just want to work what we have, God. Give us new ideas with what we already have. We already have the material. Help us to repurpose it. Help us to see something new in something old so that we can get to where you called us to be. So that we don't miss the opportunities that you've already blessed us with being blinded by new blessings, new shiny things. Thank you for what you've given us already. And give us the strength to move forward in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo, I hope y'all feel that. Today's J. Will music song of the day is entitled Dying For You. It's by my brother Darius James. Yeah, it's for my young people. Featuring yeah. J. Will music, Joshua Loman and oh, Kiera nah, James. Nah. I live for Jesus. And that's who I'll die for. See, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. So I come to you and I cry out for you, Lord. We busy out here doing less love and more hating, yeah, yeah. It's not the way to treat our father, so I say, Jesus, I'm dying for you, all for you. So, Jesus, I'm dying for you. But the die is gang So I stand strong, press through my pain Take the hammer back, put this word to my brain Don't say I can't, cause I stay in no circumstance We'll never stop the momentum he put inside me The moment he came into my life, my spirit rise, see My flesh died, he overcame the grave I am alive, he lives inside, so I live again Jesus, I'm dying for you All for you Jesus, I'm dying 
to my old ways, welcome to the new me Went from Clark Kent to Superman, they like, who's he? Uh, I guess I change when you think about it Well, that's why I ask you what you think about me People make you feel wrong for doing right I'm dead to the reactions of the artists that live to please the masses I'm just worried about trying to please Jesus and Nazareth So please don't think that what you think so of me even Jesus, matters I'm dying for you, yeah, for you Brother Darius James, and yeah, that was featuring Joshua Loman, myself, J. Will Music, and even had his wife, Kiera James, at the end with some vocals. Look, my brother Darius James is going to be dropping a new project in 2019. I hope. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear, or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show. It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, JermaineWilsonMusic. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. 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 Act like you like it.